This episode of the Happy Hour is brought to you by... Ignition Inc. 2016, Artist Alley Evolved. It is January 30th, 2016 from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Over 40 different artists and creators are selling artwork and creations. The tables will be filled with artists, creators, game board designers, authors, and more. Also, do is the first 100 people through the door get free burn bags. As well as there's going to be some amazing special cosplay guests. As well as the Cantina Arcade, which is sponsored by our friends from Free Play Florida and the Pinball Lounge. Yep, they're going to have a variety of arcade games and pinball machines, and there's going to be console video game tournaments sponsored by the Hourglass Brewery. Also, the Renaissance Nerds will be painting live at 1 p.m., and they're amazing. They're three artists on one canvas. You can't miss it. The Coffee Shop of Horrors is going to be there giving out free coffee samples. They'll be selling their coffees. And, of course, our boys from AG at Productions will be taking pictures in front of their green screen. And Deuce is going to be an official after party at the Hourglass Brewery starting at 6 p.m. Following video game tournaments, special deals, delicious brews, live performances by musician Billy Floyd and the dance group Mystic Flares. That's right. And all you got to do is go to www.ignitioninc.com or facebook.com forward slash ignitioninc. The tickets are $6 online or they're going to be $8 at the door. You definitely want to check it out. And don't forget to tell them that the Happy Happy Hour with with Johnny and Deuce sent you. Internets. My name is Johnny Womack. Of course, I got my main man, Deuce. What's going on, brother? Hey, of course, this is the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. We are a twice-weekly podcast dropping on Tuesdays and Fridays for your listening pleasure. And every single episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce starts off with the Deuce salute. Yes, sir. Nice. Good times. Nice. And, of course, uh, we love to have friends with us on um, Happy do. Hour Giant Deuce. Who do we have today? We have somebody very, very special today. I'm very proud to announce that we have today with us the very talented, the very amazing Maria Saber is on with us. You can see her at Sci-Fi Barto. You can see her at Ignition Inc. Yep. Uh, and we're so uh, glad that you took time out of your busy schedule to talk to us. Thank you so, so much. No, thank you. <laughs> uh, I feel like I really want to do the funny voice. Hey, do whatever you want. You can talk it up. It's cool. We, I do voices. I love doing voices. Uh, we are uh, in our little behind the curtain there. You have kids, and so do I. And it's funny when you have kids, like it kind of like y- you never lose your sense of imagination because kids are always like, you know, they have such a great imagination. And it's funny, like you never really feel like you grow up, you know, when you have kids. And it's I, I, I kind of love that. It's it's great. Uh, but that's, I love doing voices. Yeah. <laughs> I love doing voices. Like you go to Disney movies. Yep, I, all the Disney movies. We, we're we're actually part of the uh, Disney Movie Club, so we get mo- Blu-ray sent to us every month, and it's just every month we have like a new movie to watch with the kids, and they love it. So it's it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm not that I'm not that lame. But <laughs> go on. Uh, so I actually I wanted real quick for our listeners, what is Gothic sushi? For those that don't know what that is, um, <laughs> usually when someone says what is Gothic sushi, because that's an ongoing question I have. Um, I say it's sushi covered in the blood of the unborn, but I'm not going <laughs> to. That got a little intense. <laughs> a little intense. Um, actually, it's two things. Um, Gothic sushi comes from my nickname in high school. I've kind of been nicknamed that since I was like, I want to say nine or ten. Because I used to be a hardcore goth chick. Believe it or not. And um, I used to bring like little binto boxes of like rolled sushi and snacks to school. And I used to always dress like the little Asian anime girl in high school. (laughs) (laughs) So I picked up the name Gothic Sushi because they called anything in my bento box sushi, even though it wasn't always sushi. Now, you do a lot of things, too. You're an artist as well. And uh, you cosplay like uh, it's like a it's just like an amalgamation of all all of your uh, your ways to express yourself, I guess. Yeah, I would definitely say that. I do a lot of um a lot of different things. Uh definitely a jack of all trades. More like a Jill of all trades as we like to yeah, say yeah, yeah. as well. So, 
do you I have? Could, I could be jail. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so you obviously, you know, you, I assume that you wear because you you're super into this. You, you kind of wear your geekdom, your nerddom, if you will, on your sleeve because like, you're wearing a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles shirt now. The audience can't see that, but like. You just love – is there any certain, like, genre or certain things that you're, like, a bigger fan of? Because I was looking through your artwork, and I see you have, like, Dragon Ball Z and Pokemon and, you know, just different things. Is there a certain, like, thing that you're, just, like, obsessed with, like Star Wars or anything like that? Oh, that's tough. Um, I'm not really, like, nowadays because of my kids. I have so many. Like, I used to, I used to love Marvel, like, all the time. Like, X-Men was my thing. Like, probably – that's probably one of my biggest – things is x-men and um when i had little boys like like boy stuff just like took off like avengers and thor and like my oldest son my he's autistic and he's like obsessed with batman nothing's better than batman with him but um when i was little i was like really really into anime which was like sailor moon dragon ball z pokemon Hence the Pokemon tattoos. Oh, That's nice. Said. That's you awesome. said on the sleeve, I'm like, oops. <laughs> is that Totodile? I can't tell from here. Is that... Yeah, it's a yeah. Totodile. Nice. And then there's a, there's a Vaporeon. Nice. Awesome. Which I, I actually did that one myself. Oh, wow. You did that yourself? Yeah. Like, how how's the hell's that process like? I, I mean, people get <laughs> tattooed and stuff, but, like, how do you tattoo yourself? Like, what's that like? Well, I'm a tattoo artist professionally. That's what I do. Oh, okay, <laughs> cool. Awesome, cool. So, like, how is it tattooing yourself, though? Um, well, it's funny. Like, I'll use the, the Vaporeon as a reference because <laughs> when I did it, I was like, oh, this isn't so bad. This doesn't hurt. And then, like, I did it all in one swoop without wiping. I wiped it, and it was just a bloodline, like a cat scratch. And I was like, oh, I didn't go deep enough, and now I don't have a stencil. Oh, no. <laughs> so, so I had to reline the whole thing just by eye of where I was bleeding. Oh, <laughs> wow. Ouch. So tattooing yourself is definitely much harder. Like, the small one isn't bad, but, like, if you do, like, a big one, like, I really want to tattoo my own thigh, and I could probably get through the line work of it, but, like, coloring would be, like, multiple sessions, and I'm like, oh, I don't know if I want to get into that. What was your first tattoo? Um, My first tattoo i ever got was actually a geek tattoo um back in my anime days um it's rena from final fantasy 8's wings that are on the back of her shirt i got them on my back oh nice um so that was my first one so you brought up final fantasy so i assume that you're you're a big are you a big fan of rpgs or are you just, just a fan of our final fantasy 8 um yeah rpgs are definitely what i play like all the time well, I don't anymore, obviously, because my kids don't let me use the Xbox half the time. <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't really played, like, any really good RP. Like, back up. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> um, I've played, like, RPGs, but I think the last one that I was, like, really into that was, like, Final Fantasy was Final Fantasy X. That's how long ago. <laughs> but now, and then I discovered World of Warcraft, and um, that took, like, 10 years of my life that I'll never get back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's... So, yeah. And then I, I went on the whole Skyrim kick for a while. Oh, you too? Now... Me too. <laughs> yeah. And then I bought that new, the new Elder Scrolls game and I'm really, really let down because I thought it was going to be like Skyrim and it's really not. It's very sad. <laughs> yeah. That's that for those at home. That's a MMO that they have. Elder about. Scrolls online. Yeah. It's the online that, and, um, you know, you can play with friends and explore the world, but it's not. I agree. From a lot of people that said the same thing, it's not quite Skyrim. Like, there's definitely some things that detract from it. Because uh, the thing I love about Skyrim was, and I've said this before in other shows, but like, I just love how I can get lost in that world. Like the music and just exploring the exploration factor. I love Skyrim in that. I mean, I, I logged 225 hours into Skyrim. And I haven't even finished it, so it's. I, I love Skyrim. It's it's excellent, and that's a game that came out in 2011. So that's about five years ago so it's it's a really great game yeah i was like i have like six level like what 55s i made one of every race almost but my favorite it's like definitely my kaji like i am in love with kajis like i i'm trying to get actually a group of like my friends to like just go to a convention of like 10 or 20 of us just dressed as kajit selling moon sugar like, I feel like that would be the best 
group cosplay I could ever do. <laughs> That's awesome. So when it comes to like art and stuff, like have you been painting and drawing your whole life or is this something you've been doing recently? Um, yeah, I've definitely been doing it for like as far as I could remember. Um, I've always looked at art pretty much as like a career choice of me because it makes me feel better and it's like a stress reliever and I make money doing it. So why not? Mm -hmm. <laughs> when I think that's so great about Ignition Inc. is that you're going to be able to kind of display all of your abilities, if you will, and your love and your passions. I think that's one of the great things about Ignition Inc. is being able to kind of like showcase people's passions. And I, I that's why we're looking forward to it. Yeah, definitely, because it's kind of like you let your geek flag fly, but you can kind of show everything, which I was going to ask you about. Uh, are you going to be there just in cosplay, or are you going to have a table selling your art, or what's kind of your uh, plan for Ignition Inc.? Um, actually, um, JB Designs, he's a wicked cool guy. Yeah. Um, him, he got a hold of me, and we, like, had discussed it, and he was like, oh, we'll give you, like, a discount on the table if you bring your art and da 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 da. So I definitely signed up for a table and to be there as a guest, because I mean I really love like what they're doing. It's like the artist behind the scenes, like it's just an artist alley, versus like all the like vendor stuff which you can buy. I it's one of those things like I hate going to cons with like all the same vendor stuff you can find like on Amazon. <laughs> like no. I'd rather have someone make it. Like, I feel like that's, if I go to a convention and I'm buying stuff, it needs to be something original. Yeah. So no, I'm really I, looking forward to that. No. And I, I feel you 110% because like prime example, let's use Megacon because especially as big as it's gotten, you've got an artist alley that's as skinny as my white little butt crack with about like <laughs> 12 people in it. And then you've got a huge area of vendors that selling everything I could walk into a goddamn hot topic and get. So it's like, yeah, why? Like I could go to hot topic and get that. Why give the artists more room so they can sell their stuff because it's original. Like it's from the heart. Yeah. And they're going to charge you like 15 extra dollars for that sailor moon keychain that you could have bought a hot topic for like 10 and they want 35 for it. It, 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 they'll put a sticker on it. That says, "Oh, this is a special MegaCon edition." I'm like, "Whatever, <laughs> bro. Whatever." And that's, that's how they'll try to sell it to you too. I know. And the thing that killed me is there was this place that was selling uh, board games this year. I'm not gonna say who it was, but they were like, "Oh yeah, you get these board games, and we're, we've got them at the special reduced price just for MegaCon." And I'm scanning barcodes, looking at Amazon. I'm like reduce price my ass this is like three times what i could get on amazon for and amazon um, prime will bring it to my house yeah i i did that at the last convention i was at it was animate and they had a vaporeon like little teeny hacky sack plushie like like it was half the size of a dollar bill and they wanted 20 bucks for the thing wow. for a hacky sack come on now <laughs> I'm like, I'm not buying that, especially because like, like my other plushies, my big ones, I spend like 20 bucks on and I get like a big plushie. Like, why would I spend uh -huh. that on that? Well, and see, that's the thing. And, and it, like you were saying, because I guess you were at Animate Miami for that one. And, you know, Megacon, even Tampa Bay Comic Con, they've all gotten so big that they've almost lost sight of what brought them to the party. You know what I mean? Like, this is how you got to the party is all these little, you know, vendors and these little, you know, artists that would come and get tables. But now that you've got a big name and you've got big celebrities, you've got bigger people buying tables. And it's just, it's not the same anymore. And, and it's very hard, especially because I have a lot of artist friend that, friends that do do, like, the vendor booths and stuff. And they're competing against people who have, like, store products and, like, people like people who don't usually go to cons, but they just go to the big ones. Yeah. A lot of times you'll see them buy, like, the fancy, like, store stuff versus, like, something someone made. Yeah. And that's, and that's, that's because they don't know any better. Like, they go to one con a year that would be Megacon. They don't go to any other cons. They don't go to any other conventions or anything like Sci-Fi Barto or Ignition Inc. So they think, oh, this is, this is really good stuff. And it's like... No, it's really not really good stuff. You could buy it on the internet for like half the price. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty bad. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's what's so great about, like I said, Ignition Inc. is it's kind of like a, a glorification of of like your passion, things that you 
like you said earlier, from the heart, things that you can make and create and whatever your mind. Like you talked about cosplay earlier. Like it, how long have you been getting into cosplay for? Uh, <laughs> almost two years. <laughs> Do you have a favorite cosplay? Yeah, Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's a good one. I. It's funny because everyone's like, oh, Deadpool's overdone, da 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 the reason why Deadpool is the best cosplay, especially for me, is because I can just be myself. Like, I don't, it's not like I'm putting on an act for the cosplay. Like, I'm just loud and obnoxious and a goofy goober. So it's totally, like, normal for me to run around and steal people's tacos and throw drinks at them. Are you stoked about the movie coming out? Uh, in 29 days, yes. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> yeah, she, she knew it down to the day. Like I was with Star Wars, she's got it down with Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually running an admin page, which is um, what is it? Deadpool takes over Facebook right now, which was funny because they just randomly added me because I guess I'm one of like their favorite Deadpool's. I don't know. And um, basically, so, like, from now until you. the movie comes out, we're just like throwing every Deadpool meme we can find. <laughs> That's and just awesome. throwing it on the page. Well, hang on one second. So who's running this? Is it like 20th Century Fox that's running this? It's a fan page, I think. Oh, is it a fan page? Uh, yeah, it's a fan page. Um, I actually admin like 32 pages. Oh, I oh. know. I wow. know. Because I've seen all the pages she's on, and it's ridiculous. It's almost and as it's, bad as me. <laughs> it's funny because up until, I want to say, December, um... I was actually using the admin tag, um, hashtag Lady Deadpool, but no one, like, no one got that it was me, and then all of a sudden, like, I'm on a page called, yes, this is Jester, and, um, people kept yelling at me, like, whenever we posted pictures of Harley, they'd be like, that's not Harley Quinn, you're an idiot, and they'd, like, start yelling at me, and I'm like, no, that's my admin tag, so after, like, the 40th time, I got sick of it and just went with my normal nickname. Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> Other movies you're looking forward to this year? Um, there's like a ton of, there's like a million movies coming yeah, out this a, year. Yeah, the the X Men Apocalypse. Yeah, there's that, and then the horrible looking Batman versus Superman that looks bad, and um, uh, the new Suicide Squad. Oh yeah, and then that... I heard there's um. Well, the Suicide Squad. Suicide. I can't say that word right. Suicide, suicide Squad. squad. Uh, say that ten times fast. Uh, well, once you've had three beers, it that, usually you're like, yeah. <laughs> that's a good point. Uh, I actually she fell seashores by the seashells. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I Somebody's had a lot of her adult juice tonight. <laughs> no, this is me. I'm not drinking. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Suicide Squad is interesting because it kind of feels like it's the most far removed from the other comic book movies. Because yes. I think the average audience doesn't really know the Suicide Squad story, like, you know, Deadpool's very, like, internet famous and all that stuff, but, like, so other than the Joker that they throw in the very end of the trailer, a lot, I think Suicide, Squad's, Suicide Squad is going to be, like, the most, like, the dark horse, the wild horse, if you will, uh, for that uh, franchise. Yeah, and everyone is so mad about that Harley and, like, so mad about everything in that movie. I'm like, you guys need to just chill and just see if you like the movie. Don't hate it yet. Well, let me ask you this because I haven't heard any of that. Why are they so mad about the Harley and they're mad about the movie? Well, here's the thing. It's funny because I'm going to discuss the Harley because it's weird. I actually did that Harley Quinn from yeah, the movie. Yeah, you did an amazing job of it. You look gorgeous. Yeah, that's funny because I half-assed that. But <laughs> I um I actually don't like Harley Quinn at all. Like I really just dislike the character. And maybe it's because she relates to me a lot, like more so than Deadpool does, like if I had a penis, but like because she's like it reminds me of my past her. So like her character in the movie, everyone's mad about because she's not in the jester costume. Like, I feel like that's what everyone is mad about. But growing up in New York, it's like, that's kind of what they would wear. Except for those shoes. Those shoes are the devil, and I refuse to ever wear those shoes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's interesting because, like, you look at the whole... I think DC has really tried their best... Like, they really have to try their best to be able to kind of right this ship because DC is doing fantastic things on television, i.e. Flash, Arrow, 
but it's been like the movies that they've kind of had that major disconnect because Marvel is knocked it out of the park with the Avengers movies, and but they've had all these films, Iron Man and Thor and Captain America, to kind of lead up to Avengers, and that's why Avengers did so well. But I feel like with DC, they're kind of going backwards. They're like, all right, we're not going to get our Justice League movie. We're trying to set it up, pre-set it up. But other than, I would say, other than Batman and Superman, like, most people don't know the story of Cyborg or Aquaman. Like, I think you have to do a lot of, like, explaining to people that don't know it because the average audience does not know these stories. Uh, Actually, I think a lot of people don't know who Wonder Woman is. They know of the character, but I don't think they know that she's an Amazonian and her backstory and all that. So it's like you have to do a lot of explaining. And one thing that I don't want to happen is for Justice League movie to be Unless it's done well, I don't want it to be this super exposition heavy because the average audience wants to go in and see explosions. They don't want to see talk, 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 you know, the whole time. So what's your thoughts on that? Um, well, the whole Marvel versus DC thought on that, I think Marvel has a thing going with them where it's like bright and funny and colorful and explosions where DC is very, especially like now, it's very dark, very morbid, very talk 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 like you said very just get to the point and i feel like that's probably where they're going wrong and like i just actually started watching the flash with my youngest son because he's like obsessed with it and i'm so proud of him because it's first like tv show he's like besides like um adventure time so (laughs) um and we try to watch gotham with that him but again gotham's too scary for him he's like i don't like it it's creepy he's really afraid of the penguin in gotham so I like what they're doing with Flash. They made it a lot funnier. Like the characters are fun versus like everyone's out to kill everybody. Yeah. Well, it's weird because you, you look at that and and you, and for the most part, Marvel is bright and colorful and campy. But then again, you look at what they're doing with Jessica Jones and Daredevil, Ooh. which is like I my personal opinion, some of the best writing on television. I'm not television, but, you know, in, in television shows, I guess, because it's on Netflix. But like Jessica Jones is so good, like. It set the bar so high for me. Everything else is falling in comparison when I watch stuff on television. And that's a really dark, gritty, very DC-like. It doesn't feel like Marvel mm-hmm. when you watch that. It's almost like its own universe, its own world. And that's why I don't I don't, I don't, don't see how people are saying, yeah, it's the same universe and all that. It doesn't feel like it to me. It feels like its own separate thing. Yeah, like, like I said, I haven't watched part of Daredevil, but I'm really impressed with The Flash, which that – they're impressing me with that. It feels like they're finally, like, almost able to, at that point, like, go there and not, like, hey, let's kill everybody because we're dark and evil. Yeah, I love Flash. Flash took me off, took me by surprise because, like, the Flash is always a character that, like, most people know it's a guy I can run fast, right? But, like, you don't really know his story and where he came from, the average person. And I remember watching Flash, and my wife, she's, she likes comic books, comic books, but she's not super into it. Uh, and I remember like going through and watching it, and she'd be on a computer, and all of a sudden she's like, I, I watch, I saw her like looking over my shoulder, and she's watching Flash, and and like I'm catching her watch it, and she's like, I see a tear fall from her eye, and I'm like, you what, you like this? She goes, yeah, this this is this is amazing, and I, I don't watch, I don't know anything about Flash, but this is so good, and I think that's what's so good about Flash is like it hits everything. The average audience doesn't need to know who Flash is. They do a great job of writing it and telling you about it and why you should care about it, which is what most television shows should do. Why should you be watching a show? They need to give you a reason to care about it, and the cast of characters they have is amazing. The writing is fantastic, and the the visual effects are really good for a low-budget a low uh, television show, and it makes you want to keep coming back for more they always leave you with some sort of cliffhanger like ending and they they keeps you you know wanting more and i think that flash is one of the best television shows out there right now yeah it's really good um now you mentioned something earlier about not having a, enough time to play video games because you have kids and i i feel like i'm in the same boat like i have to like cherry pick my time like if i have alone time like the kids have to be asleep you know like i have to you know, you try to evaluate your time as a parent. Like, what what do I want to do to maximize my time? And someone as busy as yourself with cosplay and your art and stuff, like, it's very you find very little room to be able to have like me time, you know, self time. But I, which I think is very important. What was the last video game that you recall playing? Um, well, like I, I did just start playing the Skyrim online. I'm like level eleven. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I was really hoping that I was going to be able to talk to people and make groups, and it just didn't happen. Like, I was hoping for World of Warcraft Skyrim, and it's not what it is. Are you playing on um, PC, or...? On Xbox. Oh, oh, that's right. Xbox One? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I just... <sighs> the last game before that was Skyrim. So that just gives you, a, like, how long of a distance. Because I, like, I haven't found anything. I think World of Warcraft ruined me for the rest of my life. Um, because I played that since, like, Vanilla Cap. I'm not and sure what then, that means. What does that mean? What does it mean to be vanilla in World of Warcraft? Yeah, Vanilla Cap. What does that mean? <laughs> it was back when World of Warcraft was, like, level cap 60. Oh, okay. Because I've never played it World of Warcraft, like, so I don't know. Yeah, it's the very first, like, when they first did all the raids and stuff. And then they came out with Burning Crusades, and I... Fucking love Burning Crusades. I was the most leadest disciplined priest of my server. <laughs> <laughs> I was a level two. I was like the second highest ranked PvP priest on my server during BC. Um, and then they came out with that goddamn Wrath of the Lynch King, I think was next. And mm -hmm. oh, no, I don't even know if that was next. I don't know. It was, I forget which one was next. Whatever one was next, they destroyed the game. And then. Me loving to give Blizzard all my money. Every time they come out with an expansion pack, I play. And then I just don't play anymore. I'm like, I can't do this. So my character's sitting there in hiatus, waiting patiently for me to spend more money on her again. <laughs> Main reason I have... Like, I never played Diablo. I never played a lot of Blizzard's games in the past. But I'm actually a big fan of the, the card game, Hearthstone. Did you ever get a chance to play that? No, I'm not a big card game. I use it, well, Pokemon. But other than that, I don't play card games. Well, it's like a virtual card game. Like, you play it on your phone or your PC or... Uh, can you play it on the Xbox? No, it's only... Uh, it's not like a real card game like Magic the Gathering or Pokemon where you play it with, like, real cards or anything yeah, it's like, like that. Yeah, it's like an online strategy card game. And it took, me by, it took me by surprise because it's based on the World of Warcraft universe, which I have no knowledge or appreciation of because I don't know those characters. But it blew me away, and it t I was like, wow, it's easy to play. It's You can play it on your phone. And it's one of those things where it's like you, you can play casually if you want. You don't have to be hardcore into it like with the World of Warcraft. And it just it's a really good game, and I, I'm still playing it today. Not as much now. I'm so busy. But, like, it's I did, that's some game that you maybe, if you like, especially if you like Pokemon, because it's, it's, like uh, it's like a Pokemon magic the gathering mixed with World of Warcraft kind of thing. It's really easy to pick up and play. So definitely check it out if you ever get some free time and decide, hey, I want to check out this Hearthstone. Because over 45 million people play uh, Hearthstone, which is a lot of people. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll have to look into it because like, I, I played Magic the Gathering three times in my life, and I won all three times, and then I retired because I never want to lose. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I had a cat deck. It was like a white and green deck, and I won three times, and I never want to play again. I retired with the belt. I win, and I will never <laughs> play ever again. <laughs> uh, we're going to uh, take a small break, and when we get back, we're going to talk more with the amazing Maria Saber. This episode of the Happy Hour is brought to you by Video Games Monthly. Video Games Monthly is a monthly subscription service that delivers retro video games right to your door. VGM is a must for gamers who own classic gaming systems from the 80s to the 2000s. VGM offers 3, 4, and even 10 game subscriptions for the NES, SNES, Nintendo 64, Sega Genesis, and now both Game Boy and Game Boy Color. And best of all, you keep the games. Every month, they send out a variety of well-known retro favorites and the unique ones to make sure you consistently get a well-rounded gaming experience. Take a look at their website at www.videogamesmonthly.com to sign up for a monthly variety of retro video games. And remember to tell them that the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you.
And we're back with the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce. Of course, I'm Johnny. And I'm Deuce. Why'd you have to do that while I was drinking a beer? That's <laughs> really not fucking cool, man. <laughs> not cool. And, of course, we have our amazing friend, Maria Saber. And uh, so we, we briefly touched on Sci-Fi Bartow from our good friends Sean Sardinsky and Lois Lane. Uh, Deuce and I were actually at Sci-Fi Bartow. Sci-Fi Bartow last year, and we had a really yep. good time. It was an awesome turnout, and yeah. uh, it looks like it's going to be even bigger this year. Yep. And uh, you're going to be at the event this year. I am, and I'm very excited. Um, I think we're planning on uh, bringing our pets. <laughs> I don't know which pet I'm going to bring, but I think we're planning on bringing our pets for their pet costume contest. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. That's the first year. <laughs> We, we did it last year as the official podcast, and we're doing it again this year as the official podcast. And this is the first year they've done the pet costume contest, and I'm really, really excited. Yeah. What I pets do you have? Well, I have a lot of pets. I mean, I could always bring my raccoon and dress her as Rocket. I think that'd be funny since her name is Rocket. But I um... think that's the way to win the thing, hands down. <laughs> I think you need to figure out what or the she... prize is and go from there. Like, uh, maybe worth it to bring the raccoon. Well, hold on a second. Uh, you guys just brushed off. How do you have a ra- pet raccoon? How did that happen? <laughs> How do I have a pet raccoon? <laughs> yes, I don't think most people listening have a pet raccoon in their house. Like, how did this happen? How did you get a pet raccoon? She w- Technically, she lives outside because she stinks really bad. <laughs> um, she's really cool. Um, my old friend who moved out of state, her husband was a pet exterminator. And he killed the mommy. And when he was cleaning out, he found like three little week old baby raccoons. And we rehomed all of them. And then I kept one. So I have a pet raccoon. <laughs> how, how, does, how, how does that work? Like, are do pet raccoons like attention? Are they pretty shy? Do they do they cuddle? Like, I don't I don't know the first thing about raccoons. Like. I think I posted a, a, a video recently of me and her, me playing with her on Instagram, but um, which which she, is your what is your Instagram by the way for people at home? Can find <laughs> it. The easiest way to find me on anything is a uh, Gothic Sushi, and if I lost the password to it, it's going to be Gothic Sushi too. So Instagram's okay. Gothic Sushi too. Awesome. <laughs> but um, she used to be really nice. Like, she used to, like, play fetch and, like, kind of cuddle. And then she, like, she loved cat toys. Like, you threw, like, a cat ball with a bell in it. She'd run to it on her forefeet and walk back to you on her two and hand it to you. Oh, wow. Now that she's older and, like, hit, like, raccoon mature stage, because she's almost two now, um, you cannot take things from her or she gets really mad at you. Like she hasn't bitten me or anything, but she like doesn't like you taking stuff from her. And she also hates nerf darts. She likes to <laughs> she likes to like rip them in half in like two seconds. She like she just grabs one with her teeth in her hand and just rips them. And she, you can't get it away from her. And I'm afraid she's going to hurt herself like she's going to eat it. So I don't give her the nerf darts or let her run around in the bedroom anymore. Um. But other like she she eats like fruits and vegetables out of your hand. She loves fish and chicken. Um, I put her like we have a fairly decent sized backyard, and I let her run around in the backyard, and she stays right next to me. I just shake like cat food because she eats a lot of cat food, and she'll run right back over to me when I shake the food and jump in her house. So she's pretty well trained that way. I probably like. I would love to bring her to a convention, except for I don't know how she would be like in a big public place. That's like, also she's a okay big liability me. too, because if she bites somebody, that's your ass. Yeah, and I mean she's got her rabies shots, and she's all up to date with her shots. We have a vet that comes out to the house because she's not technically, because I have to have a certain license to have her. Um, she's not technically allowed to go into the vet's office. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, so we have to have vet house calls. <laughs> only for her but i do have a little miniature poodle that my boyfriend just got me and i also have like three great danes so i was like do i bring a great dane dressed as epona or do i drink bring a <laughs> or do i bring a poodle dressed as like i don't know some poodly creature <laughs> <laughs> What's funny, you mentioned Epona. I want to show you something real quick because our good friend Angela Crawford has a uh, 
uh, she has a page called Angela's Epic Yarn, and she knitted us this cross stitch, this awesome um, link uh, pillow. Let me show you this real quick. I know that people at home can't see it. Oh, that's cool. Isn't that awesome? That's so cool, right? Look at that. Oh my God, my son would die. Yeah, you should. We'll have to. We'll hook you up with her so you can talk to her. But she does this really cool, like you know, video games and stuff like that. She's really cool with that stuff. But like, I saw when you, on your artwork and stuff, you had some link artwork and all that stuff. Uh, you big pretty. I assume you're a pretty big fan of. Oh yeah, check this out too. We got this uh, awesome turtle shell as well that she made. Look at this. Isn't this awesome? Yeah, That's got, so cool. Yeah, does she do conventions? No, she's kind of like one of those things where she's kind of did this out of her house, and she is kind of starting to, you know, blow up a little bit, and she's getting a lot of requests. So Do you got kinda... a Kirby you can get your hand Oh, on? I got well, – let me yeah. see if I got my Kirby somewhere. Yeah, because she does, like, Kirbys and stuff, too. She does really, really cool shit. But that's the problem because you're like, hey, does she do conventions? And she doesn't. She does everything, like, out of her house. But, yeah, so, like, she, she's, like – She's doing these get these requests, and she's like, "Oh man, I've already got like ten requests, and it takes some time to cross stitch stuff." So she's like, "I've got to like she's got to like have people take a number, so to speak, because it's just she's doing this by herself. She doesn't have a full crew of people working on them, but she does take a little bit longer because she could take the attention to detail. And she's gonna be, ma I think, she's gonna be making me a BB-8 from The Force Awakens. I'm lo really looking forward to that. But I just love see this kind of the things that we're all talking about, like yeah. people like spend their hard-earned money and time and their passions in the stuff that they want to make. And this is custom stuff that she made, you know, yeah. out of the blue. And, and this isn't something you can go to Hot Topic or some other store and get or go online and get. This is actually handmade stuff, which is great about Ignition Inc. and Sci-Fi Barto. They've got vendors making stuff like this. And that's the things that I want to do. When I go to conventions, I want to see, like, the handmade stuff and, like, the stuff you're not going to find, like, at the mall or Amazon yeah. or, like, like even, like, you see a lot of the prints that are, like, just picture. Like, I've, I actually ran into this a couple cons ago where it's, like, someone took, like, a picture that an artist did that I know off the Internet and made prints of their print. And was selling them at the con. I'm like, that's kind of fucked up, dude. <laughs> yeah. So, no, we were going to ask because uh, your boyfriend, you talked about him coming on the show. He's a professional wrestler. and We'd definitely love to have him. But we kind of wanted to ask you about him just real quick. If you can do a little name drop and if there's anything you want to plug. And also I wanted to ask you about doing his tights and everything because I thought that was kind of cool. <laughs> Yeah, he's been he's been every day. What are you gonna make my boots? What are you gonna make my my what do they call them? Tights. Your my trunks. trunks. Yeah. Whatever. And I'm always like, someday. <laughs> <laughs> but we're supposed to be like he got me a new airbrush machine, so like, he does a beast gimmick. I would say because that's his favorite word. I guess that's wrestling slang gimmick. Yeah, we know. And we got it. Yeah, yeah. we got it. We're, we we we, <laughs> we can nothing. we can pick up what you're putting down. Yep. See, I know nothing about wrestling, so I'm like the worst wrestling girlfriend there is. But um, yeah, he he does like a beast where he's like this crazy and he smears makeup on his face and he like bites people and motorboats them and acts like a Tarzan character. And, uh, yeah, I'm dating that guy. <laughs> it's not like he'd be fun at a party. Oh, my God. You don't, And you know what? If you go to a party with him, he'll be naked oh my soon. Goodness. Every time we go to a convention, especially even without his friends, if it's, like, people we don't even know, the man is pantsless. <laughs> like, he has his underwear on, but he's like, what's the difference between this and what I wrestle in? I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> he used to actually wrestle um, when um, Supercon had the cosplay wrestling. Oh, nice. That's awesome. So um, he knows a lot of the people who do, like, the Supercon events and stuff. So every time we go to those conventions, like, and we hang out with those people, he's always halfway naked by 10 o'clock. <laughs> that's, that's like deuce party right there, halfway naked by 10 o'clock. Yep. Me and him, me and him could be new besties. Yep. So. <laughs> and we hope, we hope to get you and uh, your boyfriend on again as well in the future, too. Definitely. Uh, so what else do you got going on, Maria? Um, let's see. The convention, I mean, I'm definitely looking to forward to Ignition Inc. because I get to express myself artwork wise there and I'm really excited about sci-fi Barto because I've never done that show 
and I keep hearing amazing things. Lots of fun coming it's from so that. Dope. Yeah, and I like the open openness. Uh, the open you're outside and in yeah. February in Florida is beautiful. It's like seventy something degrees. It's awesome in Florida uh, in February. So those that you know want to come down to the Bartow area, it's a nice historic city as well. I love the downtown Bartow. It's beautiful. Uh, and it's just you know it's completely free too. It's which free is nice. too. So, so come like, out. Nobody yeah. has to pay to get in. So you just kind of yeah. walk around. It's completely open air. Uh, and it's it, it's so gorgeous to be outside. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. I love. Yeah. That. So it's a lot different than a lot of conventions where yeah. you know, you go to a convention. It's and you know conventions are cool, but sometimes it can be hot and you know depending if it's indoors or outdoors or whatever. But like in Florida in February, that's why I love uh, Sci-Fi Bartow because it's you know you're gonna get some amazing weather. I think last year it was like 72 oh, yeah. degrees Next, last, last year. year. It was cold. Oh, yeah. It was well, yeah, yeah. It was like remember. that's right. It was like sixty-eight. It was like sixty-eight yeah. degrees. Yeah. <laughs> You're jinxing us for cold weather. Jinx, jinx. Um, <laughs> it sounds more like an art festival because I've done a lot of like art shows, and most of the time they're outside. And like every time I hear about sci-fi Bartow, like it keeps making me think it's gonna be very artsy and like it some is. like one it's of my basically passions. Basically, like if an art festival and a convention had like a really cool baby that lets you drink on the street. <laughs> So it's so really, really cool. Yeah. They had me as a baby. Exactly. Cool. <laughs> and you can drink on the street and you can bring your kids and you can bring yeah, your Yeah, it's pets, family friendly. And which it's is family nice. friendly. Uh, <sighs> I love it. Like, it's it's my favorite convention all year. Just because the fact that, like I said, you know, it's outside, you can drink, it's family friendly. And they have clean. And yeah. who else has Klingon karaoke? Come oh, on now. Come on. Klingon karaoke. I mean, yeah. it's the best. Let your nerd flag fly, man. Like it, they've got <laughs> everything sounds, there. It sounds really fun. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. And I think, like I said, the big plus is it being outside because you know I, I'm not gonna lie. Megacon drives me up the wall every year because you're inside. You can't see the, can't see the sky. You can't see nothing. You lose track of time. It's like being in a Vegas casino over there. <laughs> It's funny because, like, some of the people I've talked to that haven't done it yet are like, oh, I don't know about this outside thing. I'm like, oh, well, you obviously haven't done a lot of art shows or, like, conventions because the outside ones are always fun. Yeah, because the thing about the outside one is you can walk around and you've got more room. Like, prime example, our booth. Our booth is pretty big because we've got all the sound equipment and everything. But, like, we could walk up to people and talk to people and people could walk up to us and talk to us. And it was very... Like, it's not like our back's up against a wall and we can't talk to people. So it's very, uh, it's, it's very fan friendly and it's very, the parking uh, is really nice too. Oh, the parking's amazeballs. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's so nice. It's, it, like I said, it's my favorite event all year. So you'll have a good time. Awesome. Um, but other than those two, um, I'm extremely looking forward to Geek Fest. That is my favorite con. Well, Ever. explain explain to people that don't know what Geek Fest is at home. What is Geek Fest? Geek Fest is amazing. It's um, a South Florida con. Um, and let's see, Bobby Mack is one of the main promoters of that. It's like where my favorite con people all gather. Um, also, super exciting. I think you guys uh, you guys interviewed Ellie Marie, right? She's going to be yeah, there. Yeah. Uh, Nerd Bunny's gonna be there. Harley's Love Shack. It's all the awesome South Florida cosplayers. Envy, Envious is gonna be there. Like, there's a ton of them. Um, and I am actually hosting the after party there this year. Nice. So I will be the a uh, host of the after party, and I will be judging the adult co costume contest there. So it's gonna be a party that night, and um. It's all based on bunnies because it's um, Easter weekend, and I will actually be Lady Deadpool Playboy Bunny there. So <laughs> it's Ooh. gonna be I like I'm totally like mind blown about how amazing this show is gonna be. Um, my friend Kevin is gonna be my like we're gonna be hosting the party together. Um, it's definitely like it's one of the smaller cons that you can just kind of be friendly with. It's not like it's not like a Supercon or Megacon. It's one of those ones that still have the roots yeah. because yeah. of the good people running it. So um, it was one of the first cons that I would ever been like really a part of. And I hope to grow with them in the future because I just have so much fun with the people who run that show. So you say South Florida, you talk, you're talking like Miami or West Palm Beach or what are you, what are you talking? 
Oh my God, they're going to kick me. I forget exactly where it is because I'm just like, eh, South Florida. It's all the same to me. <laughs> Most people think I live down there and actually live closer to Tampa. <laughs> but um, um, it's I think it's on a school campus down there. Oh, okay. But it's it's so much fun. Um, when when is it? What was the date? Um, it is Easter the, weekend. Easter weekend, right? Twenty sixth and twenty seventh of March. Gotcha. It's a two dayer. Okay, so it's coming up soon. So people definitely need yep. to uh, go down there, and um, they can get their tickets now. I assume. Yeah. Um. There. Uh, I don't know the URL off the top of my head. They can I just did search just for it. it. They can Google it. Yeah, because they're doing VIP tickets right now for like twenty five bucks. Oh, nice. If you order nice. now yeah. for the VIP, like super hangout with Playboy Bunny, Lady Deadpool. They should go do that for sure. <laughs> well, and if they need any help promoting, you just send them on our way. We'll be more than happy to promote them on the Happy Hour with Johnny mm -hmm. and Deuce and work something out with them. Yeah, um, definitely. If you guys haven't like looked up Geek Fest, I know I've been. In the next month, I'll start, like, you'll see all my admin pages just randomly throwing it around. Um, but they are, they are, like, that con with that feeling with the artist and, like, that littleness before they blow up. Before we go, I had one question because you're wearing a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles t-shirt. Are you excited about the new uh, film? I must not be because I didn't know there was a new film. Oh. Wow. <laughs> Did you see the first one, the first Michael Bay film? Okay, I just seen that, like, what, like, last month? And I did not know that Megan Fox was, was April O'Neil until, like, the end of the fucking movie. Okay. I was like, who is this girl? <laughs> like, like she, she doesn't have red hair. She's, it's just Megan Fox. Who is she playing? I had no idea until, like, they said April O'Neil at, like, the end of the movie. I was like... Did I miss something? Like, I have not drank this movie. I don't know what I missed. <laughs> I thought it was just a new character that well, they had, like, go, made for them. Go check out the trailer, because Deuce and I were actually pleasantly surprised that there's the new sequel, The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. The, the, the trailer actually uh, looks interesting, and so definitely go check that trailer out. Let us know what you think, because uh, there's some really cool moments in the trailer. Oh, that, it's dope. Yeah, I think you'll like it. I'll, I'll have to do that. Um... Do I get to ask you guys a question? Go Since ahead. Sure. Who's your favorite Ninja Turtles? Oh, mine. mine's always been Donatello. Michelangelo. Um, his is Michelangelo. Michelangelo's dope. He was I feel so like we, funny. I feel like we need to start a Turtles group now. We need a fourth. We do. Because I'm Raphael. Oh, nice. So nice. all we need is Leonardo. <laughs> all we need is Leonardo. I guess your boyfriend's going to have to sack up and uh, put on the blue, uh, the blue no, uh, headpiece. No, he's definitely going to be April. Don't, don't <laughs> let him pay <laughs> less. <laughs> I wear the pants in this relationship. I don't care if he's a wrestler. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, it's been a fun ride. It's almost been a full hour. I mean, yeah. where did the time go, you know? Um, how do people, just like one more time, how do people find you on the Internet? How do, you know, you got an Instagram, you got a Facebook, you got, uh, you know, how do people find you? It's really nice that Gothic Sushi is very catchy, and I'm the only one. That helps. So, if you search Gothic Sushi on pretty much anything, I'm there, <laughs> probably. There's a good chance I might not have updated in, like, a year. And if it doesn't look like it's been updated in a year, try Gothic Sushi 2, because I probably lost the password. Okay, so Gothic, Gothic Sushi. Gothic Sushi 1 got shut down. <laughs> so Gothic Sushi 2. No, I'm kidding. But yeah, then, search Gothic Sushi, Gothic Sushi 2, and also Maria Saber. Yeah, Maria Saber, I use, that's like my private Facebook profile. Then so, don't search I mean, that. Don't... don't do it at all. Don't don't ever do that. <laughs> I You can, but you're not going to get like allowed on unless you talk to me. <laughs> I want, yeah, that's funny because like I remember I had sent you a friend request to pull back the curtain here, and you're like, "Who are you? I don't know. I don't know if I know you." And you're like, "Wait a minute, I think I do know who you are." And then you accepted me, and it was really funny, actually. I'm glad. I guess I'm the celeb of the group because I sent in a friend request, and it was like 30 seconds later, accept, and I'm like, "All right." <laughs> you must have befriended me back in my oh, we have at least a hundred mutual friends in common days. Now I'm like, no, because no. like. People report, like, pictures of me in, like, jeans and a t-shirt now. So, like, I had to, like, 
clean everything out on my Facebook because people were just reporting like pictures of my cat that contained nudity. (laughs) People are douches. Don't worry about that. What a douche. What a douche. <laughs> um, but no, we're we're really looking forward to, you know, your the upcoming events. Uh, Ignition yeah, Inc. Yeah, be fun. Uh, and Sci-Fi Bartow. Definitely go see Maria um, and Gothic Sushi. I mean, she's got awesome stuff there. And what what I like about it is both events, they're they're about uplifting the artist, but it's also they're, they're two kind of polar opposites of each other, uh, which is cool. So if you go to both, we're telling our fans to go to both. Oh, yeah. Not only that, <laughs> we're going to be there, too, because we're the yeah. official podcast for both. both. So, so go and check I'm gonna out. Come, I'm going to come harass you guys, and I will definitely be Lady Deadpool at Ignition, Inc. So at least nice. I know that's set in stone. Well, definitely come see us because we want to have you back on air. And like you said about your, your Geek Fest, if they need an official podcast, you can you can tell them where to come. Awesome. I will inform them of things. Awesome. So, Maria Saber, you've been a pleasure to talk to. You're funny and you're a Jill of all trades. We definitely want to have you again on the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. Awesome. You guys are fun. I like your faces. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) Awesome. Well, you have a great night. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye, hon. Bye. Bye. Well, that was our amazing interview with Maria Saber from Gothic Sushi, who will be at Ignition Inc., who will be at Sci-Fi Barto. So, Johnny, tell them how they can find us on the Internet. Of course, you can find us uh, on Twitter, or like Edu says, the Twitter machine. The Twitter machine. At HH Podcast Show on Twitter. Of course, Facebook.com forward slash happy hour podcast show. And, of course, Deuce, we're going to be doing – I'm going to make it a habit and effort. You guys already saw – I'm going to start twitching more often. So go to our twitch.tv forward slash happy hour podcast and go in there and follow us and you get an email update every time that we go online. Yeah, did you get some new new? Norwegian I did. You know what? I'm going to give a big yeah, shout yeah. out. We have some uh, new friends from Norway. Uh, his name is Ludwig um, and he has uh, a couple of his friends actually his found. His name is not Ludwig. Ludwig, yeah. Ludwig? Ludwig. From from Norway. Sweet. Yeah. That's yep. so stereotypical. Yeah. I love it. I yeah. love it, Ludwig. You were the man. But. Yeah, he was awesome because he found – he found. I was playing Rocket League, and, of course, Rocket League is so famous. It's, like, all over the world, like, how famous that game is. And uh, I was playing it, and he's, he, like, followed me on the uh, on the Twitch stream and everything like that. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And then he followed me on the on, uh, followed us on the Twitter and, and Facebook. And I'm like, oh, that's really cool. So uh, – and I actually got to play with him. Uh, you'll see a Twitch stream of us actually playing, which is really cool. Uh, but yeah, it's a big, big shout out to Norway. I know we're listening yes. all around the world, but now yeah. we have another country to add to our repertoire there. So Norway. What do we say to them, Farfingugen, or, or I what, don't what know we, how to say it, but uh, pro, but thank you guys for the happy for hour, Johnny Deuce. Yeah. Thank you to everyone from Norway that's listening to, yeah. and of course everyone around the world that listens to us every week. Yes, Because we are a twice weekly podcast, dropping on Tuesdays and Fridays. And of course, Deuce, there's not one, not two, but three ways to uh, put in our social media of choice. That's right. You could drop it in the Twitter machine. And- it's hashtag happy, happy hour podcast, podcast hashtag HH podcast show and hashtag deuces on the loose later see you